Welcome to I'm Screaming, a podcast for anyone who's felt like shamelessly screaming at the top of their lungs over a moment in pop culture. Because sometimes pop culture can be scary and you gotta let it out. Let's scream about it together. Hi, Meg. Hi, G-Pop. Hi, M-Pop. <laughs> Hello, everyone. And welcome back to another episode of I'm Screaming. Um, I think we are excited today because we're in person. We are in person and it just feels so right. It always feels person. right. I feel like I get really excited to record always, but especially in person because it's like we've told people thousands of times our Zoom issues and our internet issues. And it's nice to just be able to like actually look at Meg and like see when you're going to react to something. And like it's not annoying when we, we try not to talk over each other. But if that happens because it's like all part of the in-person vibes, you know? Exactly. I mean, we just want to validate each other, truly. So every time we're, like, giving each other our flowers and our snaps, and we're like, yes, exactly, then right after we realize, oh, shit, well, that probably muffled the sound, but not today. Giving each other their flowers, honestly, is my new phrase. But (laughs) Meg and I are coming at you guys on a Sunday per usual. Last night, we had a full concert on Meg's deck. (laughs) We did indeed. Um, my neighbors did not deserve the vocals that we were serving. I mean, we fully, I have a full rendition of Sign from Above. Um, we did a little bit of Daddy Issues we by did. Demi. <laughs> um, we really hit all of our genres. We hit all of our queens. It was quite iconic. Yep. And then we fell asleep watching Lady Gaga music videos, which At is... At like 11 p.m. Yep, truly, it Cheek. was... On brand. Very on brand. Our thing is to, like, truly drink so much wine. We had cocktails yesterday, too, which is, like... Me, like, being like, we need to make cocktails. We need to... Of course we're making cocktails today. And, like, rum. I don't drink rum. I know. We were were feeling feisty yesterday, um, which is always very fun. But, yeah, so now we're here, and we're excited to dig into the episode. We are. I'm excited about some of the stuff we're going to talk about today. Me too. Um, I feel like I always start with my number five first, so do we want to switch it up and you start, Meg? Because I think it's a surprise. I don't know. Oh, yes. I didn't tell you. This is literally <laughs> so, so silly, but um, it is just so important to me to give, okay. to give someone their flowers today. Oh. Um, also, do we I, should we explain what that means if people I mean, don't know? I mean, can you explain it? Because you keep saying it and I just keep using it. <laughs> Okay, so basically giving someone their flowers is giving someone their props, like giving someone their like accolades. It's mm-hmm. like that person deserved their flowers. They deserve to have like a moment in the sun for this thing that they did. I honestly don't know where I got it, but like I feel like I just start saying things and then it just becomes a thing. Not that I made it a thing, but like in our friend circle it becomes a thing. So Meg, who are we giving flowers to today? Um, I just want to give a massive congratulations to Brian Tyree Henry <laughs> for being invited to join the Actors Branch of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences or whatever it's called. Um, okay, you have to explain this to me because I kind of get it, but I saw that you posted about it on your Instagram and then, like, put I'm screaming in it so you can repost it on I'm screaming. And I was like, this is a section of the internet slash culture that Meg is extremely in tune to. And I love, I'm excited for Brian Terry Henry. Also, I think you posted something about Viola Davis, our queen who deserves also all the flowers. I feel a little bit like she doesn't get the shine she deserves, but, like, explain to me. Okay, so every year the Academy, which is um, the Oscar the group of union, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it, that awards the Oscars every year, um, invites new members. And basically, they announced, obviously giving themselves their flowers um, a couple of days ago, that they they announced all the new people that they were inviting to join the Academy. And you you literally have to accept the invitation to be 
in the Academy, but that means that you can vote for the Oscars. Oh, got it. So, and you also get, I'm sure, like, certain benefits that are, like, but there are different branches. There's an actor's branch. There's music branch. There's director's branch. The actor's branch is obviously the largest. Um, but also something I read because somebody else who got indi- uh, invited to join was Cynthia Revo. Oh, but she was invited for two branches because she was nominated for Best Original Song as well and also as an actress. So she has to choose which branch she wants to be in. Oh. Yeah. But basically the Academy had set a goal a few years back after Oscar's So White of... Um, doubling the number of women in underrepresented ethnic slash racial communities by 2020 and they surpassed their goal so a lot actually of diversity was added to the academy it doesn't undo the fact that for the first you know we just had like the 90th oscars a couple years ago so we're getting close to like 100 years of the oscars um and for probably the first at least 50 Mm -hmm. it was all just white men being inducted so we still have a lot of work to do but that also means that then when voting for the Oscars and voting for nominations and stuff, there are more diverse voices having, you know, being able to, yeah, have a say. So, yes, but I just wanted to congratulate Brian Tiger Henry for being (laughs) invited, even though the Academy snubbed him for If Beale Street Could Talk a few years ago. Um, You know who else was invited? Miss Zendaya Coleman. Really? Yes, she was. Um, Also, Miss Zazie Beetz. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Yalitza Aparicio from Roma, Aquafina. Um, who else? Ana de Armas, wear a mask, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Caitlin Deaver from Booksmart, Beanie Feldstein from Booksmart. Oh, wow. Um, Yes, and Brian Tyree Henry, who is credited here from If Beale Street Could Talk and Widows. Wow, I mean, you love Widows. I mean, Widows is... I saw Widows, it was great. Fucking... Viola. I mean, Viola, come on. Mm. Um, Also, Daniel Kaluuya for that movie, amazing. Um, But I think he's already in. Like, you kind of automatically get invited once you get nominated. Got it. But they also invite, you know, they're inviting a lot of young people. Um, I think they invited, uh, who else? Like, George Mackay or whatever, who was in 1917. Oh, yeah, yeah, So there's still, obviously, like, Florence Pugh was invited. John David Washington was invited. Constance Wu was invited. Mm, Questionable. Um, Like, yes, Constance. Yeah, so, so, I mean, that was just, but obviously, like, I fully... Skim this list and missed Brian Tyree Henry, Henry's name on it. How did I? Do? I literally can't speak today, truly. Brian Tyree Henry, I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> truly. Um, I skimmed it and I didn't see his name. And then I saw something about how, like, a list of a headline that was like a list of people and it was his name. And I was like, oh my God. Honestly, what a moment for you. A moment in time. What a moment. So, yeah, um, we're giving all of these people their flowers. Lakeith Stanfield, too. Oh, love. So, so yeah, so, so I guess, I suppose this is also, like, a good thing, like, yes, Academy, like, invite more diverse members to join, but also you have a lot of work to do. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think definitely it's, like, exciting that a lot of these people who we obviously love and who deserve to be in the Academy, um, are now going to be in it, and I also think we, we chat about this a lot, it's, like, we have to give people and institutions room to grow and room to be better, because if we continuously, like, shit on them forever they're never gonna get better but also it's like okay you've taken this incredible step to grow and you've inducted all these like very diverse voices into the academy but like what movies are you going to have like that are nominated aren't they like you were talking about before how they're making it like you have to fill all 10 spots yeah so so there it was basically maybe like 10 or so years ago maybe more um the academy expanded the number of best picture nominees to 10 but it didn't have to be 10 so that obviously like there was nine I think last year so there was a spot for another movie and maybe it was you know a more diverse movie that 
if it got nominated for Best Picture, then more people see it, you know, yeah. and then it gets on this big stage on on TV and and yeah, so so that's I think important. I mean, I think that's like a small step, but that's I think a good thing as well because like you want to see like more more movies being able to be nominated for things. I mean, it's it's still crazy, and I understand it, but the fact that there are only five nominees in each category just like. Yeah. It's crazy. The Emmy nominations um, voting just started like a couple of days ago and it closes in, I think, in a week or so. But I was seeing people do like long lists of like supporting actresses. Mm -hmm. And it was like literally like 20 performances. And like I've seen like a handful of them, like not all of them, but have heard about other ones. And it's like, oh my gosh, like she has to get nominated. But oh my gosh, no, she has to get nominated too. And there's, o there's only five slots. It's like so objective. It's, it's so like crazy. And then it's like, of course, like usually like, you know, four white women and like maybe one yeah. like, diversity. LOL. Like, nomination. It's like, so, so yeah, so it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how this affects things moving forward. Um, I can't wait. But now Brian Terry Henry's voice is a part of the Academy. We love I love that, that for, for him you. And, and for me. And for you, yep. candidly. <laughs> okay, so my number five, I'm shifting platforms. Um, and I just want to talk about something that I posted on my Instagram story um, yesterday, two days ago. And that was Laverne Cox. Queen. Dance it, Queen, Queen, Laverne Cox, dancing to Sour Candy by Blackpink and Lady Gaga on TikTok, but she posted it on Instagram, but then, because she posted it on Instagram, I went to her TikTok and found many videos of Laverne Cox being a queen, dancing to different songs that I love. So, this brings me to the point, so like, in my note, I have Laverne Cox resetting the internet, cultural reset, Absolutely. dancing to Sour Candy, but then I also have Shay Mitchell... <laughs> Destroying the internet. Because my question to you, Meg, and also everyone listening is, how do we feel about celebrities on TikTok? Because I actually, like, looked up a list of, like, celebs that are on TikTok because I wanted to see. And I'm like, when I think about it, celebrities that I follow, I'm like, I love Laverne Cox, just followed. Also, like, Lizzo, I feel like, is a celebrity that's mm -hmm. on TikTok that I, like, appreciate and love. But I also think Lizzo is just, like, a funny person in general. Um... But then I think about people like Shay Mitchell, and I'm like, cringe. Or like Jason Derulo, and I'm like, cringe. You said Casey Ballerini. Kelsey Ballerini. Kelsey Ballerini. Yeah, yeah. She, I, she does all these, like, the ones where she's like, how do you, like, voiceover or whatever. Yeah. Like, where she's, like, lip talking to the, um, to different, like, recordings. And it's just not. <laughs> right? And it's like, I know yeah. the Jonas Brothers have one, which, like, Sometimes cringe, sometimes not. Meg the Stallion, like, I will watch all of her TikToks. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with her. And I'm like, is this just something where it's like, I don't like the celebrity, so therefore I think that their TikToks are annoying? Or is, like, is, are, is having celebrities on TikTok in that way annoying? Because I'm like, with Shay Mitchell, I've always kind of seen her as, like, a celebrity that, like, not a sellout, but she kind of became, like, she's on Pillow Liars, and then she kind of became, like, an Instagram star. Mm -hmm. Like and went to all the revolve she trips. She was like a travel vlogger. Yeah, basically. And, like, and then remember the time remember the time that she um she got caught like pretending she was she was in a place she like photoshopped herself yes. in and into Japan or something. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and I'm like I I've said this on the pod before, like whenever we talk about TikTok, but like one thing I love about TikTok and we were talking about it this morning, it's like I love the thing I started to hate about Vine is that these six second videos started to become 
hours and hours and hours of production right. to create this six second video and to me that like it wasn't funny anymore because That's it was so overly produced it was literally just supposed to be like a snapshot of like a moment like my favorite tiktok is the one where the, the mom's like the boy is running around the pool and the mom's like let me see what you have and he's like a knife and she's like no and that was like captured i read about it it was captured organically yes and like that's so funny but it is like you're so right like when it becomes this manufactured like very obviously like all this production to it it does become like yeah it's like not attainable anymore and like also it just like puts people on not an evil even playing field sometimes too it's like celebrities have so much money to like do this it's like shay mitchell like doing the go go all over her like giant house like i'm like okay girl like we get it whatever you're rich and have lots of money and can do tiktoks all day um but yeah i just like i love the authenticity of tiktok and like i think it's Honestly, sometimes, like, the more bootlegged TikTok, the better. Truly. It's because like... Because it's in the moment, and it's... That's, you know, organic... Just organically funny. Like, yeah. Not, yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, so I, like, I... I Also, another thing that's been annoying me lately with these celebrities is, like, all these, like past child stars or like C-list oh celebrities like especially all the Disney ones Christy it's Carlson Romano Christy Carlson Romano <laughs> Anna the the Anna Detaglia De, oh Anna Maria De Perez yes, Detaglia her <laughs> Allison Stoner like all these I can't believe the way that name just flowed from my mouth as if I said it every day of my life <laughs> truly haven't thought about her in years truly but like all these celebrities are like doing their the scenes that they were like kind of like made fun of or like the whatever like Alison Soner in the scene from Camp Rock where she's like do 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 and like <laughs> and like doing the like uh beatboxing or like DJing thing and then Anna Miranda Perez attack thank you thank you that that girl um was also doing a scene from Camp Rock too yes. and I'm like I just it's cringy just for the likes basically yeah. yeah and it's like it also makes me sad because it's just like obviously your career has gone nowhere and like you're just on TikTok and it's awkward I know so yeah I think that's like my number five is yeah how do we feel how do you guys feel about celebrities on TikTok if you guys have any celebrities that you actually like think are funny that aren't Meg Thee Stallion Lizzo and Laverne Cox, Laverne. my queen. Um, <laughs> please let me know. But I just, I don't know. I'm kind of like leave, leave TikTok. They already started to take over YouTube, like we said. Shay Mitchell, had, like, and Madeline Pesh also yeah. has like a YouTube, and like everyone's trying to make money in all these different ways, and like all these celebrities try to create YouTube channels, and at the same time too, I'm like, we all know how I feel about YouTubers, especially in the beauty space, that aren't Jackie Ina mm-hmm. or Alyssa Ashley. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of like celebrities, like leave these things to like not amateurs but like real real people it's like real people can't just go be like a celebrity yeah and like a random day it's kind of like can you just like do your thing and truly like, let like us you have-, have so much just let us have tiktok yes so, away from you truly. literally celebrities let us have tiktok that's yeah. what i feel that's me closing the door on my number five celebrities let us have tiktok i love that i mean i think that that is a good message to send into the world <laughs> Okay, I, I'm going to, like, shuffle mine around because I feel like it's a good uh, segue into I'll p- put it as my number four now. Okay, ooh, um, a shift. Because you were mentioning YouTubers and celebrities taking over YouTube. Okay. And fully, like, I felt like nobody besides me was paying attention to this. Um, so I truly tweeted the other day, like, nobody's nobody's paying attention to what Brie Larson is, is talking about <laughs> on her Instagram story. Or on her Instagram. So, like, on... I believe it was Wednesday. She posted this video on her Instagram of her, like, brushing, like, her in a few different, like, outfits, 
hairstyles, whatever. And it's just like a short clip with music of her like brushing her hair behind her ears with her like AirPods in, whatever. And the caption is, I realized something, dot, dot, dot. And literally no context. It's like a 10 second video. Right. So I'm like, okay, what is she realizing? Like, this really? is like Kylie Jenner, the year of fucking realizing things. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Brie Larson. Like, we, and like, to be clear, we both like, like Stan Brie Larson. We think she's, you know, great and doing good things and mm-hmm. everything. Um, but she is a little cringe sometimes on the internet. I, I kind of miss the days where she was just posting photos of herself in beautiful outfits with like quotes by, from women, like about empowering I, women. And now she's like, what I'll get to <laughs> is that the next day she uh-huh. posted another video of her like talking what it looked like on zoom or whatever talk like talking to people and it says breaking the news to the family so people were fully like is this bitch about to come out okay you know because like i i don't know i mean i feel like there was kind of undertones of that in captain marvel that like of like and obviously disney wouldn't go full throttle with that but that would have been fucking lit like amazing um and there was that whole thing with her and tessa thompson like they they were like, oh, we want to, like, date in the movies. But, like, obviously Disney's not going to do that because yeah. they suck. But so truly everyone was like, what the hell? So I tweeted, I'm like, nobody's paying attention to what the fuck's going on with Brie Larson. Like, truly. So then, of course, the next day, she announces that she's become a YouTuber. <laughs> oh, Brie. Like, why? Did you not make enough money I from just... being in two of the biggest movies of last year. So this is my thing about Brie, which I'm, like, nervous about for her, because, like, you know I like Brie a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, in general. Like, obviously, I, like, like that she's Captain Marvel, and, like, I like a lot of the stuff she's acted in, but I also just think she's, like, a good, hopefully good person. Mm-hmm. But the thing I worry about Brie is, like, the Jennifer Lawrence syndrome, where, yes. like, you build your narrative, and your, your, like, team, and your publicist, and your manager builds your narrative off of being, like, hashtag relatable, mm-hmm. and then, like, all of a sudden you start to take your relatability too seriously yeah. and then it just like spirals and then like you just become annoying and like now you're not relatable it's like Jennifer Lawrence started off as like I'm like I eat pizza and like I like <laughs> love like normal shit and like I'm a normal girl and like fuck being a celebrity like whatever like and then literally she completely got annoying and like yeah. the same with like the Amy Schubers of the world yeah like, those women who like Lena Dunham who I can't stand and it's like so white feminism too. it's so white feminism yeah. and like I feel I, I do feel like Brie like is a little bit she's better than like that yeah. but like I see like this with this, with this YouTube thing I can already see her like trying to like be relatable but like not totally. be relatable in like a be relatable kind of way it's like like, how can I connect with my fans? No, it's like, literally. let's make a YouTube channel. I started watching her, like, intro video, and it was like, hi, everyone. Like, my name's Brie Larson. You might know me from, like, Captain I'm an Mar- actress from, like, Captain Marvel. Or you might not know who I am. I'm like, Brie, bitch. Your <laughs> movie made over a billion dollars, and then you were in Avengers Endgame, which was the biggest movie of all time. Like, truly, You're girl, literally about to be the biggest person in the... MCU. Yeah, like, and the next phase, like, she's literally, it's all gonna be around her. Like, I can't. I can't deal with it. It's like, but, um, and then I did see, I didn't, I literally stopped watching, because I was like, Brie, I can't do this. Yeah. Um, and truly, then she, I saw a clip uh, circulating on Twitter of like, oh my god, like, Brie Larson's so cute, like, look at how excited she gets when the person she's talking to in her YouTube video mentions her Nintendo Switch, and she, like, runs out of the room to go get her Switch. So she's, like, all, you know, this, like, quarantine girl who's, like, playing, like, Animal Crossing and all that stuff, which I still don't understand. Um, Yeah, this is her, the about. I love Animal Crossing, but, like. (laughs) This is the about, you have to explain to me what it is eventually. (laughs) 
the, the about is, hello, World Wide Web, Brie Larson here. Most of you know me on the big screen as Captain Marvel, but my friends would probably describe me more as an asthmatic, introverted, potato chip loving gamer. Dot, I dot, hate dot. This. And now YouTuber, question mark. I've created this channel to have some fun, connect with others, and let you all get to know that side of me too. Join me on this new journey journey and let me know what you want to see in the comments on all my new videos let's build something great together i mean truly like trump undertones with the building something great together yeah. but like oh, no i, just hate that. I know so I, I just like because i like her and i just I, I don't understand what this is gonna add honestly all i can see this leading to is her getting herself in trouble by saying something yeah fucked up, you know so like and i get it and i agree with you like i don't think that brie larson isn't necessarily like as beloved as Jennifer Lawrence was at that peak, you know what I yeah. mean? Because I think she's always been very kind of social justice, and I love that about her, and that, like, gets the, like, you know, nerdy yeah. fanboys kind of pissed off, and they didn't like her, and they didn't... There was, like, this whole thing to boycott Captain Marvel because men are trash. Always. But, so, I get that, but I don't know if she's, like, she's leading into this now, and it's, it, like, this, like, cutesy little, like, yeah. I'm so fun and relatable, and I just don't like this for her. Um, and like, obviously like, you know, YouTubers are a huge blind spot for me, but I know she was already like talking, like she had them in her YouTube video, yeah. like talking to some YouTubers, people that I don't know, but I feel like you might know, but, yeah. but, um, I'm a little bit more in tune to that YouTube world. <laughs> That's like, that and Real Housewives and like the Bravo shows are truly like my two blind spots in pop culture, I always <laughs> said, but, um, but yeah, so I just, I really hope that Brie like can get back to work soon because I think she needs to like she's so bored truly you're so bored girl but you're about to have to go shoot Captain Marvel too honestly if she's doing behind the scenes even though Marvel will not let her do that no no they won't there'll be too many but like if she does that I will definitely watch because I know it's just, obsessed, like, it's but... just like yeah she's like trying a little bit too hard to be relatable and mm -hmm. like I hate that intro like I like I'm a gamer. It's like literally, <laughs> like, like literally, like what we all used to do when we were like 13 years old and wanted a boy to like us, and we sure. were like, I'm playing video games. <laughs> like, okay, Brie Larson. And I like sports. Yeah, literally, like okay, Brie, like we get it, girly pop. Like we all like it's not a new thing that you have a Nintendo Switch. Like everyone is playing Animal Crossing except for Megan Brady. So like, truly, <laughs> it's like. Whatever, I can't believe. Bree, I'm I will I will watch the video and I will see what you're up to, but I can't yeah, I agree, Meg. Like this can't lead to anything good. Like, like I would truly love if she was doing like workout content because she got so ripped for Captain Marvel and I would totally do like exercise stuff that she recommended. Like when she was pushing that truck up or that Jeep up the hill, yeah. remember? It was, like, no, really I do remember. Weird, so. I just I hate working out, but yes, yes, yeah. I know that is. I know that most people love working. Out. No, you know I'm addicted to working out. I, I like get. I get break out in hives if I don't close all my rings on my Apple Watch. Yeah, like, like that is the farthest. <laughs> like truly, for me, like if someone's like, oh, maybe we should like walk to like go get the wine. I'm like, ah, walking. <laughs> should we drive? Driving is. I'm so lazy, but yeah, awesome. interesting about Brie. We'll keep it. We'll keep. We'll keep an eye on her. I know. I, I just hope she's not trending one day because it's like Brie Larson like s says like on YouTube channel like some sort of like you know general makes some generalization and like people are pissed and blah 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 I, I mean know. obviously the dude bros are gonna be like immediately like down like thumbs downing her videos immediately before they even watch them but like I just I just want good things for Brie and I want Brie to continue to be like a positive presence the way she has been not yeah. overkill so I agree I'm interested okay we'll see we'll see <laughs> okay, so my number four, we're going to the table. Oh, <laughs> we're bringing ourselves 
to the table. So, once again, if you follow Meg and I on Twitter, you honestly should, because as I said last week, Meg's the funniest person on Twitter. And why you should follow both of us is because a lot of times you get like a sneak peek of what we're going to talk about in the episode. Because most times when Meg and I either quote tweet each other or like have a conversation on Twitter, it's something we're going to talk about on the episode. So this week on Twitter, I am just scrolling and I see Dear Jada Pickett Smith, there's some healing that needs to happen, dot, dot, dot. So I'm bringing myself to the red table. Like, how iconic. iconic. How iconic. First of all, like, we hate Facebook, but, like, how iconic is Jada Pickett Smith that she has created a, like, viral show on Facebook Watch? Like, that in and of itself, insanity. Um, But also, like... The, the Smiths have been in the news a lot recently. Mm-hmm. We talked about this on the pod last week, but Jada and Jaden were, like, screaming at Shane Dawson, rightfully so, because Shane Dawson had said some, like, problematic stuff about black people and also, like, Willow Smith, which, like, the Smiths are stand together as a family, which we stand. Mm-hmm. But most recently, Jada and Will have been in the news because that August Alencina? Alencina? You know I'm bad yeah, at pronunciation, the but the August, August man. man. Uh, <laughs> the August man. He was an R&B singer. Um, basically, like, came out and said that, like, he was in, like, an intimate relationship with Jada Pickett-Smith for, like, many years of his life. Yeah. And so, like, first of all, the internet, like, erupted. But, like, if you really know what's going on with the Smiths, you would know that Jada and Will have been in an open relationship basically their whole entire relationship, and this is not something that's new. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone basically, like, everyone knows that Jada and Will are in an open relationship. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I see this, I'm like, okay. Like, you know, like, because it's like, they've, they have not hit, maybe they tried to, but they don't talk about it a lot. They're very much, like, their family, but, like, they also don't hide the fact that they're in an open relationship. So, like, no one should be shocked about this. But the thing that, like, sketched me out a little bit is, like, the guy, August, was, like, um, thank you so much to Will for, like, allowing me to, like, find love with, like, your wife, which is, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you do you. And so whatever. So, like, the, the proper thing that Jada could have done was just, like, be, like, yes. Like, yeah. I was in a, like, had relations, was in a relationship with this man. But then Jada, like, denied it. Yeah. Which is, like, kind of weird. But then, like, it all has come out that it is true. Um, so, like, I, I'm i like, Jada, first of all, I do, do I know what we're going to the table to talk about? Are we going to the table to talk about this situation? Are we going to the table to talk about Shane Dawson? Or are we going to the table to talk about all of it? I'm mm-hmm. like, Jada, like, what are we going to the red table for? Like, I know whatever we go to talk about, it's going to be great. But, mm-hmm. like, I just feel like there's a lot going on with them. Then also... <laughs> They're Scientologists, which, which like, also Oof. shakes me. But also, like, I love the Smiths, so I'm, like, their whole family dynamic is, like, wild. Yeah, it's crazy. And, I mean, I think it's interesting because, like, I knew that they were in an opening relationship, too. And it's, like, I was seeing when this whole thing came out and August was trending on Twitter. And I August was, like, man. is this something to do with coronavirus? But it was about the <laughs> August fan. Um, <laughs> but uh, I saw a bunch of tweets that were saying, oh, does that does no nobody know that they're in an open relationship i thought this was like a a a thing that everybody knew kind of common knowledge but i think it's the fact that they like 
everybody knows, but they're not open about it. Like, they don't talk about it in interviews. They've never, I think, like, really confirmed it. They've, like, insinuated, hinted at it. Also, I don't know, like, if it's a Scientology thing. Like, obviously, like, they keep some stuff very private, but then, like, Jada has this, like, red table talk thing. Um, so it was really interesting to see, like, them, like, deny it. And then, obviously, it's true. Like, I know, like, everybody knew he, like, spent a lot of time with the family. It is weird that he's, like, thanking Will. It feels yeah. a little shady. It feels a little bit, like, it kind of ended badly then. And, like, he's, like, throwing shade at Will in some way. For, yeah. By saying, like, thank you so much for letting me sleep with your wife. Like, truly. I know. And it's also, like, when, like being in an open relationship or being, like, poly is something that, like, may, uh, it's, like, not my thing like it's Mm -hmm. not for me but like I do there are so many people that do live that lifestyle and that like would love more respect to be brought to that lifestyle regardless of the fact that if that's something you do or not um like and I wish that like Jada if this is something that like they actually have an open relationship like I love in the current world we're trying to live in today that like we're shifting narratives about these kind of things Mm -hmm. and normalizing things that a lot of people live through and a lot of people have experiences with yeah and like it could have been kind of cool for Jada to be like I mean, maybe it didn't shadily. Like, I don't know their business. But right. uh, in this scenario, could have been cool to be like, yeah, you know, that did mm-hmm. happen. And, like, you know what? Like, there are many people that live their lives in open relationships and have families that they love and allow this to happen and, like, whatever. Like, I think that could have been, like, a cool narrative to take if that's the truth. Um, but, yeah, it just seems a little bit messy. I d- obviously don't know what happened. If this man is shady, if, like, what the intricacies interest intricacies thank you mm-hmm. that word all right <laughs> um but like i just thought it was very interesting and i truly i'm sorry everyone we do not stand facebook we literally hate facebook yeah, i would love facebook. for jada to find a new network for red table talk yeah but i'm gonna have to tune into I red mean, table talk i'm gonna have to i mean i told you i fully on like one night last week i was fully like up at like all hours of the night, of course, as I always am. But I was fully watching the tribute, the Father's Day tribute that she did with Will. Oh and it God. was the red couch. And it was like he was the first guest on the red couch. And they were like sitting there talking about like literally talking about his fathering and, and why he's the way he is because of his dad. And, and then at the end, there was like messages from well, Trey is his other son, right? Yeah. Trey and Willow and Jaden. And it was like, I was in tears. I was like, this is no, so totally. beautiful. Like, and like, you can tell, you can absolutely tell that Jada and Will are probably more like friends now. And like, I don't know, maybe they fuck, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> like, truly. But like, they definitely have relationships with other people. I think it's very obvious, but they've seemed very comfortable together. And like, it does feel like they're like partners the way that they talk. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I hope that when Jada does take herself to the red table, um, my favorite healing, she's healing uh, that she does kind of say like, well, I didn't want the narrative about this, about open relationships to continue to be kind of, you know, some people it's not for, everybody yeah and but it is for some but it is for some people and that's fine and it's like I can't understand that feeling because it's not I don't think it's for me but we can respect that it's somebody else's and not be like okay well like that's so weird you know because I feel like like normalize people loving the way they want to love in all different ways it's like if we're gonna if we're gonna try to like normalize like so many things like let's normalize people loving the way they love also like who's business is it if you are dating more than one person like truly I would love to just say that like in so many <laughs> like in so many things it's like whose business like yes Meg and I have a podcast where we talk about celebrities but at the same time we live our normal lives and like we like it's like own your shit yeah. like do what you want to do and like let's like 
let's take these narratives and like allow people to like feel comfortable with them mm-hmm. and just like Jada, let's go to the table. I'm ready yep. to be to go to the table. I loved the memes that was literally it was like you know those that app that can like mirror a photo yeah so that it looks so it literally somebody mirrored a photo of her sitting on her side of the red table with and so that it looks like she's there are two of her and she's talking to herself it was incredible i was like yes i can't wait. bring yourself to the table jada yes but like we will obviously keep everyone posted like let's all i'm excited for all of us to take a seat at that table and and just see what jada's has in store for us yeah truly Okay, um, shifting gears a little bit, I feel like this is just, like, a little thing, but but I was truly shook by it because I followed this artist, but um, you, we were on the beach the other day, and Chiselle just goes, oh, Casey Musgraves is getting a divorce, <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Shocking. Finally, oh my gosh, because I, I mean, I like Casey Musgraves, and I feel like you've grown to, like, like her music and stuff, too. Yeah. Like, Golden Hour is a really, really good album, and it's about this man, her husband, Rustin Kelly. That name. Truly Rustin, the name. Rustin, <laughs> I cannot with it. But, but she's been very vocal about how, like, Golden Hour is about, like, finding love, finding this, like, everlasting love. And, I mean, this is true of all artists who, like, write albums about people they're with and then they break up, and it's like... Ariana Grande. (laughs) Miss Grande, Miss (laughs) Swift. Yeah, yikes. Taylor. (laughs) Um, But there were rumors about maybe, like, around a year ago to six months ago, honestly, truly, with with COVID and the whole, like... Every time is like a flat circle or whatever they call it. Like, I don't know how long ago things were anymore. Yeah. But recently there were rumors that she and her husband were splitting up because he like cheated on her. Right. Um, she had posted photos without her engagement ring. She had deleted all the pictures of him on her Instagram. People are like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, basically finally now as this golden hour tour was like winding down the whole like press cycle for this album was winding down. It, you know, he was with her at the Grammys when she won album of the year, which was, Oh my God, like almost two years. Well, two, a year and a half ago now. Crazy. Um, all of a sudden now they're splitting up after two years of marriage. But then he showed up, this was pre-COVID, so she showed up at one of her concerts and she pulled him up on stage. I mean, when I saw the tour, she pulled him out on stage and they sang together. Oh, and wait, like, he's yeah. a singer? Did I yeah, he's that? a country singer as well. They met in Nashville at the Bluebird Cafe, which is like that I, it's like, I literally Googled, when I Googled uh, Casey Musgraves before it came up and it was like, the pair met at the iconic Bluebird Cafe in Nashville in 2016. It's like a place where a lot of artists were discovered, like Taylor Swift played there when she oh, was so like this 13. this is a pretty sped up narrative. Like, yeah. not narrative, but like, they met in 2016 and like. Then they, they got were... married. They're, honestly, their wedding was like so like earthy crunchy. Like, I saw on that the, yeah, on Vogue, of Like course. very, yeah, whatever. But I mean, but I was like happy for her that she like found love and everything. Um. And yeah, they seemed like great when I saw them last year when she was yeah. on tour. But um, but yeah, so he came out at a concert then, and so everyone was like, "Oh, okay, they're still together." And now all of a sudden, they drop it on the morning of the Fourth of July. I think it was yesterday, right? It may have been the day before. The day before, yeah. Um, I think it was Friday. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm like texting all my group chats with all of my friends who I went to see Casey with, and I'm like, Casey, and they're like, "We need context." I'm like, "Divorce." And I'm like, oh my god! Like we're talking about it, and it's just like um, one of my friends, Casey made it, my friend Casey <laughs> made a good point um, that it's probably like she called it Allie from A Star Is Born syndrome. Yeah, where it's like she got big, and he's still kind of just like another country singer yeah. because how many? They're a dime a freaking dozen, 
And I think it was probably like a jealousy thing. But it's just crazy to me that now after all this, I mean, I guess they probably like wanted to take if they were separated back then, like they wanted to take their time and not have it be public. Like, I understand that. But it was just so crazy that it dropped like I know right in the middle of this, like, quote unquote holiday weekend. Like, but it was just wild. Quote unquote. Quote unquote. unquote. <laughs> uh, bye. Um, but yeah, no, I, I have my journey with my journey with Miss Musgraves has been one of ups and downs. Not even that that many high ups and that many high downs, but, like, I remember that everyone was talking about this song, High Horse, and I was yes. like... And I'm the girls at my job who, like, they... I love them. <laughs> um, they were, like, talking about Casey Musgraves and, like, my one... Old, my older my old boss Gabby who still works at Small Girls, she was like, I love Casey, I love Casey. And I was like, Gabs, I don't know, like... She's country, and you know how I feel about country. Like, it takes, like, a very niche country star for me to, like, like them. Like, when mm-hmm. I think about country stars that I, like, listen to, like, I truly had a phase my sophomore year of college, which I really think is, like, Arizona, University of Arizona syndrome, where I was obsessed with Sam Hunt. Um, but that's kind of, like, it, and then, like, random songs here or there. Um, and so then Gabby was like, Giselle, just, like, listen. And I was like, okay. So then I listened to High Horse, and I was like, oh, wait. Yeah. I, like, love this song. Golden Hour is such a vibe. And then it's I listened to a little a bit vibe. more of her songs, and I was like, okay, whatever. And then that was, like, truly around the time that she won the Grammy for um, yeah. Album of the Year. Yeah, right? I remember we were texting that night. Yeah. And I was like, wait, you guys should really listen to the album. Like, it's actually really good. And Because obviously there were, like, a lot of other artists nominated that year that, like, we like. I mean, I don't even really remember who, but... But it was also just like another like white woman winning yeah. the year. So But like, I was like I, I at the time I was like, okay, like Casey, like she kinda seems like I remember another interaction with Casey is everyone knows I'm like in a like obsessive RuPaul's Drag Race fan and Casey was a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race which I thought was like super cool and like mm-hmm. her outfit was like she literally was wearing like assless chaps but they were like denim and like blinged out and I was like yes bitch give me this hair like <laughs> be a ju- judge on RuPaul's Drag Race I was living so then I was like okay like I think I align with this bitch like I like that she's like an ally to the LGBTQ plus community yeah. and like I felt like she was like taking this idea of like a wholesome country star and kind of like flipping it on its head and mm-hmm. I like really liked that about Definitely. her so I was like followed her on Instagram. I was like, yes. And then she, I think it was one of the festivals last year, last summer, she wore Dolce & Gabbana, not once, but like many times. And like Dolce & Gabbana, if you guys don't know, uh, has like a very problematic past with like racism and their ads. And also the, like the founders have said some really problematic things. So Mm -hmm. like a lot of people in the fashion industry have decided to like boycott them and like not wear them and like a lot of artists have decided to not wear them so like when I saw that she was wearing them I was like oh Casey like I just like you know this is like Mm -hmm. it means something to wear this I kind of I completely forgot about that whole thing and like obviously I'm not like canceling Casey Musgraves but like I was she should have thought yeah I was like oh damn like wish she wasn't wearing that so I was like "Mm, okay whatever yeah like I'm not gonna stand but like I like her music um but But it's like we talked about it's not permanent damage and to like someone or to the so like she, I think she apologized. Did she? I actually have no idea because I truly I, like tuned out. But I fully forgot about that. But then I like one thing I always thought about Casey Musgraves is like she's always been like a little bit elusive to not mm-hmm. like she's kind of like I haven't really been able to pin her. Like she's done some things and I'm like yes, and then she's done some things where I'm like ooh. So I was like I feel like it was like a vas- facade, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden she's like break her and her husband are breaking up, and I'm like wait what? Like I feel like that came out of nowhere, but you said that they had rumors. Yeah, so. I mean I but. It, it was fully like the rumors had been put to rest almost, but I mean, I I could definitely see it like, I said, like, syndrome, yeah. syndrome, like where like you get big and 
the jealousy is just too much but it's just like i'm reading all these quotes that she wrote about him like um or that she said about him while they were married and everything like i didn't have to shift any part of my personality to make it fit fit together like um and then she like it was a big opening of heart for me she said about like when she met him and fell in love with him and like married him and then was writing golden hour it's like i just like with these like long quotes when celebrities like whack like whatever like go off like poetry like giving like their partners like these like he like pull quotes and everything like that and interviews it's like well then when you break up it's like so awkward when you said all that shit publicly about them and now you like hate them and it's like forever in the public consciousness no it's just interesting with celebrity splits and stuff like that i mean we're probably never going to hear from him again unless like he does some crazy shit and starts dating some other famous woman and yeah like but uh on this yeah. on this point not to like shift your gears but like you just made me think of something that I'd love to ask you and also of course as always our listeners yes um on the point of like celebrities or like influencers or like famous adjacent people like saying all these things or like showing their lives like super heavily or like involving their fans in their lives mm-hmm. I'm saying this mostly to talk about an influencer that I love um Megan Ellaby oh, who, we love Megan Ellaby yeah so Meg I Meg, Megan Ellaby is a British Manchester-based influencer, and I followed her for years. Like, I followed her when she was, like, an ASOS, like, worked at ASOS and was, like, an oh, ASOS wow. insider. And then I, like, lost touch with her content, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Well, the way Instagram does the algorithm. Yeah, like, well, this was when she was on... Instagram wasn't even people. there yet. Oh, wow. Okay. I, like, knew about Megan, like, when I used to watch her videos on, like, YouTube, like, with ASOS. And then, like, I found her on Instagram, like, later on in mm-hmm. my life. <laughs> uh, and I, like... She's one influencer that I've always followed, and, like, I love her style, I loved her vibes, I loved, like, who she, like, what she, like, stood for mm-hmm. in terms of just, like, being, trying to be, like, relatable or a normal person, but, like, also, like, giving me great style and fashion. Right. Um, but recently, like, with the surge of the Black Lives Matter movement, not only in America, but, like, everywhere, um, a lot of her, the people that followed her were kind of, like, coming at her and being, like, you handled this properly. She got really defensive about, like, saying that she, like, supported the movement, but, like, she like really wasn't putting anything forward and like whatever like I followed Megan for a long time and like I really like her and like whatever um so then and also no she's having some really bad anxiety so she like went away for a while and recently she's come back out and she's like posting content again but she made this blog post about like how she's basically gonna like pull back from like showing her sharing her personal life so like she's not gonna share her like dogs or her husband or her fiance or whatever like she took off all the tags she like removed all of her vlogs like on YouTube that she had she like took everything away and like for me I'm like it's not my business do whatever you want I don't yeah. care like and it's similar to celebrities it's like I don't care if you like talk about your public life your private life or not like do what you want yeah. but I've seen a lot of comments on her blog posts that were like how dare you take your vlogs off the internet like you like share this with your fans and like you like want us to be your fans but then you like don't you take all this away from us like I was like crazy that people felt that way but there was like a lot of people who were commenting wow. on her stuff and was like like, how dare you take away these vlogs? Like, they were something that, like, made me really happy and gave me, like, comfort and solace. Mm-hmm. And, like, you sharing your personal life and sharing your struggles, like, really helped me with my anxiety. But, like, now you're just going to take this all away from us. And I'm, like, I just, it begs the question, like, obviously they have their own lives and, like, they deserve to, like, have their personal lives and their private lives. But when you become a celebrity and kind of when you put yourself in the public eye and, and build your career off of this thing, like do your fans have some sort of claim to your content? No, totally. Like, and I, as a, as a person, I'm like, no, like, if you choose to do that, then, like, you choose to do that. But also you think about influencers and celebrities, it's like, they wouldn't have a career if they didn't have fans and they didn't have people following mm-hmm. them. So it's like, how do you, how do you remedy that? And also, like, how do we feel about that? Do we think that celebrities and influencers, like, 
obviously they can do whatever the hell they want. Like, mm-hmm. who cares? But, like, also, it, it is interesting. It's like, um, does that deserve... If you followed them for that personal life and that personal content and they decide to take it all away, like, is an unfollow warranted? Is it kind of like they do what they want to do? I don't yeah. know. That's a long-winded way to no, say that. but it's really interesting. And it's like... Obviously, like Casey Musgrave has had to release a statement to let yeah. let every let the world know that she's getting a divorce. It's like that's cra- you know that's still just like even though obviously celebrities do that all the time, but it's like that they always all those statements always end with like please respect our privacy at this time. But it's like what is privacy when you're when you share that stuff with the world and you share your personal life? You still have to release a statement to let people know you're getting a divorce. Like you're a country singer, like and that's it's also- not. I don't know. It's just crazy. And I think about like couples like Ben Affleck and Anna oh Delarmus, and I'm like, they are 100 percent like calling the paparazzi. Their Every people. day, there's but, like, a if new they ever photo break, of them. If they ever break up, then they'll do the same thing. I guarantee. Where it's like we're respecting our privacy, but like you got all this con, like you yeah. made all this money off of us, like telling us to be in your life yeah. and calling paparazzi and wanting us to see these private so moments. So that everyone's talking about you. But then, like, when you break up, you want your privacy back? Like, mm-hmm. in that aspect, I'm like, yes, do whatever, get your privacy back. But also, like, you used us to, like, get your name trending on Twitter. 100%. And then, like, now you're, like, shaming people so for, So that eventually, like, when their movie comes out, whenever it comes yeah. out, like, it, get, it does well or whatever, and people are interested in it. It's, like, it's so shady and it's so messed up. And, like, as much as I love knowing about celebrities' lives, I truly, like, I, I obviously am one of these people. Like, like also, they're so hypocritical sometimes when they do that. When yeah, and like, it's, you know. And even me, it's, like, I as we know, like, I am truly the farthest, the farthest, the farthest from being, like, relevant on social media but like when in that time when like I did gain like a lot of followers Mm -hmm. in one time it's like yeah uh, there's 8,000 people more that followed me than like a month ago and like I even found in myself like I think twice about like posting like intimate moments or like back like when I had like all the people that followed me were like my friends or friends adjacent like I post like stupid shit of like me and my friends like fooling around and being crazy and like because I felt like people like cared and like Mm -hmm. I also felt like I wasn't like sharing my friends private moments and our private moments like the world but now it's like not only like when I post like us singing and dancing like last night like I I was going to then I was like I don't know like yeah because it's like I don't want the like all these random people to like judge me or my friends or like comment on stuff like I just like I want to share who I am with the world and, like, whatever, but, like, also you have to think about now you're sharing what your friends do with the world, too, and it's, like, yes, there's only 10,000 people, but, like, that's kind of a lot of people. Yeah, totally. I don't know. It's, like, I, I think I'm saying this as a, in a conversation. Like, truly, this is just a conversation we would have. Like, right. Um, but I just ask everyone else. It's, like, how do you guys feel about the people you follow? How do you feel about these celebrities, influencers? Like, do you feel connected to them because of their their content? And if they didn't share that with you and they just shared, like, the one thing that got them famous, whether that be clothes or beauty, like, would you stop following them? I just, right. I wonder. Really interesting. It's interesting stuff. I mean, journalism. <laughs> Lols. I mean, Questions. was that a therapy session for me or our podcast? I mean, I loved it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, let us know, everyone. I feel like people love influencers and YouTubers and celebs in this way. So mm-hmm. I'd love to hear if you want to DM me on the pod or me and we can chat. Like, let's do it. Amazing. Love it. <laughs> Oh, is it my number three? Yeah. Did I literally hijack your number three? No. I mean, it was literally so boring. Casey Musgraves and her white husband. Like, <laughs> this, like, just, like, another white woman getting a divorce. Like, truly not, not even interesting I mean, speaking about white women. <laughs> 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 truly. Um, my number three is that 
We need to check on Britney Spears. Oh my more. god, we really do. Like we talked about Britney Spears in our first episode, but like truly, you guys, like it is, it is spiraling. It is reaching a point where I am truly so afraid for her well-being and her sanity on a daily basis. Like we must speak about obviously burning down the gym, but then the most recent video about her saying that she loves her people at the LGBT community. Happy Pride Month to all of my friends at the LGBTQ community. <laughs> and then she's like, I love the way you articulate everything you do. I'm like, Br- Brittany, what? And then she screams at her boyfriend like halfway through the video. Babe! Yeah, and then she also has the videos, like, you guys have seen them. I know you all have seen them, um, where she, like, plays a song and she wears those teeny-ass shorts low and rise, a different top. And rise. she just walks, 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 pose, dark makeup, looks. Walks, 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 come back, same pose. I'm like, is this a loop? Or are you just walking back and forth? Like, I don't... Set to, like, the most random songs. Yeah. Like, not even her own songs most of the time. And I'm like, obviously, like, there was the stuff that happened, like, a year or two ago when, like, her... What's the the name of what her dad does? He, like, owns all of her money and, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. He's basically, like, has, like, the rights to, like, make decisions for her and her yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Her dad has, like... Because, like, apparently she's, like, was and, like, possibly still is, like, unstable which like is very sad but i'm also like is brit like truly you guys like and meg like do we think that britney (laughs) is actually unstable or do we think that she like is doing this because she knows people will just care about her if she's unstable like quote unquote unstable i think it's but i literally think it's both i think that she is so like has a mental illness literally like like in the most respectful way possible i really think that she is so unwell and probably suffers from a ton of anxiety and depression. From, I mean, imagine from her after. life at I mean, 16, truly. Jesus. And I mean, she was on top of the world, and it's like she's still like this incredible, famous, like, pop star, basically, but but she's never going to hit that peak again, and I feel like you do it in the public eye where you, like, fall kind of fall from grace in a, in a way, and you know in your heart you're never going to reach that height again because you have all these limitations now. Like, you, how could she not be like unhappy but then it's like i truly believe we were watching all of her videos this morning and like like laughing because they're funny and i do think that like some of them are so earnest and like i truly think she when she says happy pride month to all of my friends at the lgbtq community i feel like that was just like unfiltered like truly she's just like weird but then it's like the whole burned her gym down thing i mean we were i couldn't breathe i was laughing so hard when i saw that video and it became a viral moment and she doesn't not see that like she's on the internet so then she posts another video the other day it's like hi guys i'm in my gym yes it's the one that i burnt down like and starts going into like a workout video but i think that she's doing she did that on purpose because she knows she knows that people love that story so yeah. it is it's i think it goes i think it's both in a way but it is still i just think like very sad because like her boyfriend her hot boyfriend like she's always with him working out and stuff and they seem happy but also i just like i'm like is he just using her for her money like truly because he's like no i don't know like who is this this fitness man you know like and then he's stealing your thing (laughs) who is this fitness fitness man (laughs) like sam whatever i don't know how to say his last name but like truly it's just it's dark poor Brittany. i know and then i see people commenting on her post they're like Yes, like queen of arsony, <laughs> like yes. arsony or whatever. Like yes, like burn your gym down, queen. Or like yes, like queen of short shorts. I'm like, I like she is like people's pop queen. Like truly, like we yep. love Britney, but I'm like, are we like perpetuating this like behavior, like right. allowing her to like maybe possibly like not not get help? I know it's it's. I don't know. Like I just feel like we need to like we we joke about Britney and we like laugh about her videos and like whatever she because she is putting on internet internet and she's providing us comedy. But also at the same time, I'm like, 
is this ironic? Like, are we laughing at someone who, like, genuinely, like, needs help? Like, I don't know. I feel weird about it. But also, like, the videos of her in the gym, I can't deal with. No, I know. It's it's tough because you want to just, like, enjoy the content she puts out. But I think it's it's I think it's good to just be aware. I've laughed for so long. Like, but, like, <laughs> can I laugh any longer? Like, I don't know. It's true. <laughs> it's, like, it's, yeah, it's so hard. I think it's just, like, we should be aware of Britney and, like, we you should know, be aware. Yeah. We should just be aware that like some of it comes from a dark place. Maybe. Yeah. Um, like if any, like I, I truly like truly 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 if anything happens like I just want to know that like I thought about Britney like yes like that we and, we are trying to bring awareness to the fact that the world should check on Britney Spears. Yes. So we're to, to the five people who listen to this podcast. <laughs> Just, just heed our advice and check in on Britney every once in a while. Honestly, for some comedy sometimes, but yeah. also just be aware that. It is. I mean, it's it's tough because a lot of celebrities have, like, so many issues, but then they're giving us content and they're serving, like, different, you know, things to us. Comedy, looks, like, yeah. whatever. And so it's just, like, interacting with someone's content. Like, again, like, kind of going back to this is, like, also, like, especially if they let you into their lives a little bit and they, like, are give showing you, like, who they are and, yeah. like, their life. Like, it's definitely, like, to be aware of the fact that, like, they are real people also and they have struggles. Agreed. Right? Let's check on Brittany. Yeah. Mental health awareness, people. Yeah, like, truly. Check on your friends. <laughs> Me just being like, I truly believe just Brittany has a mental illness. I know, but, with like... all the respect in the world, like, truly, like, all the respect in the world for Miss Brittany's... <laughs> Brittany Jean's I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard. It's like, just please, I hope Brittany's yeah. okay and I hope the people in her life are, like, checking on her regardless of it, if it does stem from that or not. Like, right. obviously, Meg and I have absolutely no qualifications to be diagnosing anyone with anything, yep. so we're not going to, but we're just saying, let's check on Brittany, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Love that for Brittany <laughs> that we're all going to check on it. <laughs> I just want her to be okay. Okay, so I think we have the same one and two, right? Or, like, similar ones. Yeah, we do. my number two... My number two, like, evolved last night into this morning. It was truly going to be about... Wait for it. The Kardashians, once again. But <laughs> also... Um, during the week last week, Kanye West um, sent out a tweet. It was... Uh, I believe it was, like, Northwest's birthday. Um, Jesus. Uh, a few weeks ago, and the, like the whole family went to Wyoming, where oh, yeah, Kim and Kanye that, have that. a house, and they like were like riding horses and shit, <laughs> which like truly like the vibes with this family, like like I just think back to season one of Keeping Up with the Kardashians and like their house in Calabasas that was like their first house, yeah, like, <clears throat> which like wasn't was nice, but like now they're just like they have like truly like ranches in Wyoming with go kart like rides and like horses and like all this stuff um but basically Kanye tweeted five days ago I'm so proud of my beautiful wife Kim Kardashian West for officially becoming a billionaire you've weathered the craziest storms and now God is shining on you and our family so blessed this is still life so I made you this still life we love you so much and it is literally a picture of a green pepper (laughs) a tomato Flowers, it like just like sitting on pavement, like truly. This man, we're talking oh, about I saw mental that. health. I saw that. Want to talk about mental health? Kanye West. Yeah, truly, it's, it's so dark. It's and while Kanye is doing this, right? And this is in the midst, by the way. If in case anybody forgot of a Let's global not. pandemic, masks okay? are chic. Masks are chic. Hello, but also, I mean, have you seen the unemployment rates? People are losing their jobs. Like, yeah, and it's it's, it's so serious. it's so fucking insensitive. They are just so 
out of tune with reality, out of touch with reality, it is insane. Because sometimes, you know, Kim getting her law degree and going and, like, getting people out of jail, okay, yes, great. But then also, in, in, you know, hand-in-hand with, they support, then she goes to the White House and, like, takes photos with Trump. So she does, like, one good thing that makes you think, like, maybe they have some sort of clue. Maybe they really do understand, like, that they have to be doing more, but they truly don't. Because then Kim is right after Kanye tweets this, because first of all, we don't even know if this is true, by the way. Like, I don't think she's actually a billionaire. This is the same thing about Kylie with Forbes rescinding her billionaire status. Like, these people are shady and they lie. And also, it's like, Forbes, let's like do that. Those checks, let's do sweeties. our due diligence here, people. Um, yeah, Kim posted uh, in the, like, literally me scrolling through her, her Twitter photos of her with her red hair now for the 4th of July and like oh my god and keep uh kkw beauty and then it's like one retweet about lavina johnson like truly i i can't um her fucking kim kardashian hollywood game that i used to play i'm so sorry forgive me forgive me please um did she delete these tweets i don't think so but she was fully like tweeting photos of um north's horse on this on this uh ranch in wyoming it's it's a frisian horse and this horse let me tell you looks like something out of lord of the fucking rings truly of course with the hair look at this i can't i mean you guys can't see but look it up um (laughs) meet north's frisian horse we have 14 gorgeous frisians on the ranch also tweeted about the go-kart track on our ranch all these photos of them in these like insane insane outfits right and this is another case of celebrities just like flying all over the place during covid by the way um yeah, and then then we get to last night when um, Yeezus Yeezy himself Kanye tweeted West. tweeted uh, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future. I am running for president of the United States. Hashtag twenty twenty vision. And literally, Kim quote tweeted it with an American, American flag, flag emoji emoji. I mean, this is my number two, like Kanye West running, announcing that he's running for president, which number one, I'm like, you're late. I don't think you can do that. So like, I, yeah, I goodbye. think legally I saw a tweet that he can't even get on the ballot in certain states. Like, but at it's this just point. like, this is when the pop culture machine like kills me. And like, I know that like we are proponents to this pop culture machine because we're talking about it, but it's just like so insane to me. It's like Kris Jenner and like the whole Kardashian clan has like literally created a machine that like they can say these ridiculous outlandish statements to get to to be trending on Twitter to further promote their own personal projects. We all know Kanye's coming out with a new album this year. He just announced his collaboration with Gap. Like, of course, the people, of course, he's saying this. Yeah. No one's shocked. And like, obviously, the inter- most of the people that we follow on the Internet are like saying the same sentiment as like, this is trash. He's trash. But I've also seen people being like, if the Dems split the vote between Kanye and they vote for Kanye as a joke, just like the you dumb, not you guys, but like probably people you know, you dumb bitches who put Harambe on the ballots back in the day, trash. Like, I just can't even believe that people would, like, that didn't even cross my mind. Like, that the vote, like, in my, that didn't even yeah. cross my mind that the vote could possibly be split if Kanye magically gets on the ballot and, like, people could vote for him over Joe Biden. You can probably like who, write him in. Like, because you can write I, in names. It's insane. I just can't even believe it. I honestly can't even give that much energy to this because, yeah. like, truly, I had to say it because it's outlandish and insane. And, like, the Kardashians truly make me so angry for so many reasons. Yep. But I'm just like, 
Kanye West, like, fuck you. Like, yeah. literally, like, you're not helping our cause. Like, we're in the middle of an incredible civil rights movement. Like, we're trying to, like, do good things. Yep. And you go and do this bullshit, distracting from the movement, being foolish. You were sitting with Trump. You were, you donned the MAGA hat. Like, fuck you. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm over him. No. Sorry. I, I mean, like, he's, can't believe He's complete trash. And I mean, I, I just was going on and saying about how they're so out of touch with reality. But also, truly, they know exactly what they're it's doing at the trash. same time. Even those, Kim, those Kimberly tweets about their mansion in Wyoming like Kanye had a single out like that like a couple you know five days ago or yeah. so when he's tweeting about Kim being a billionaire come you know back on social media all that stuff and now he has this album pro- probably coming out right yeah like soon and now he's tweeting about becoming president so they know exactly what they're doing a lot of the time I mean they they are still out of touch with reality because they're psychopaths but but also it's like they keep getting away with this stuff and we keep you know I mean not me anymore because I don't follow any of them yeah me but either. fuck that but they have all these followers. We were just going through some of our favorite celebrities yesterday and how many followers they have. I mean, they have more than, like, all of your faves. The fact faves. that Stephanie all Germanotta has 40 million, and, like, that is number one to crime. Yeah. But number two, like, truly they have so much. Like, look. Everyone should look. Like, yeah. it's so insane, the, like, the amount of followers. Also, like, side note on this exact point, but, like, all you people that have let Normani have only, like, 4, 000, 4 million followers and Camila Cabello has 50 million Rescind your follow and give it to Normani. <laughs> That's what yeah, I'm saying. We do not stand Camila Cabello on this um, podcast. She's a racist. Yeah, she's racist. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I feel like all I the like all I have left to give on on this you know issue is Kanye West. You can keep your 2020 yeah. vision and go back to your mansion, Wyoming, and stay there. Like we don't truly need it. like go away. I just. I don't understand it. Like, they, I'm sorry, like, to, like, give in to this, like, stereotype about them, but they literally have no talent, the Kardashians. Yeah, okay, Kanye West is a rapper, and he made some good music back in the day, This this is the thing. It's, like, no one's going to say Kanye West is untalented. Like, a lot of geniuses are, like, truly insane. Yes. But, like, yeah. But the Kardashians are talentless, and then you have, like, Stephanie Germanotta, who gives us everything in the world in art, and she is, like not even close to as many followers as them. And it's like, obviously, it's not about the follows on Instagram, but also unfollow the Kardashians. Come on. Uh, yeah, I can't. I, you can follow, if you follow for the kid content, follow Dash Kids. It's a fan account, and they post repost all of the photos of the kids that the family posts. Okay, that's what I do. I can't. Truly. Oh, yeah, this is an FYI to anyone jumping into the 2020 race at this point. It's too late to get on the ballot as an independent candidate for president in the states of Indiana, Maine, New Mexico, New York, whoop, North Carolina and Texas. The only candidate for president named Kanye West in the FEC database for 2020 at the moment is a Green Party candidate named Kanye D's Nuts West, who's raised zero dollars. And also, we just want to point out that Elon Musk replied to Kanye's tweet saying, you have my full support. I can't believe. Okay, I have to talk about something happy. Okay, yes. I mean, we can go to our number one because truly this is like Kanye West makes me so angry. Boiling. Blood boiling. boiling. I mean, like, fully, it was both of our number two, but, like, as I continue to talk about it and read tweets, I'm, like, literally, makes me more believe. and more mad. Which is why... Yeah. I We're rounding it out, you guys, for the first time and I've maybe in a long a while, time yeah. <laughs> with something incredibly, incredibly happy. Yeah. And I think that this is a general thing that everyone has watched, consumed, read about in the last week. And that's Hamilton. Hamilton was released on Disney Plus on Friday, July 3rd. 
um, the original cast recording of one of their last shows that they did before the original Broadway cast yes. started leaving. So it's Lin-Manuel Miranda, the right creator, writer, composer, like everything. Um, Leslie Odom Jr., Christopher Jackson, Renee Lee Goldsberry, um, David Diggs, Philip Sue. Um, Oak, who I can't say his name, but he's my favorite. I love him. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Anthony Ramos, Jasmine Cephas Jones. So we, of course, watched it on Friday. Friday yes. night, though, I really, people who stayed up until on the East Coast, 3 a.m. to watch a three-hour musical, like, it's going to be on Disney Plus for the foreseeable future, like you told on yourself. <laughs> you played yourself. Yeah, played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. But we watched it on Friday. I was lucky enough. I saw Hamilton last year, not with the original cast, but it was, like, spectacular, amazing, show-stopping. Um, yeah, and I waited. Giselle I... has never seen it or listened to all the music. So, so I, was... I listened to, like, Satisfied Alex. Alexander Hamilton, um, Helpless, Helpful, Helpless, Helpless, Helpless. I listened to like those ones because they were like the most popular. Like I've seen the performances at the at the White House and like whatever. Like I know every single word to those mm-hmm. songs. But I always told myself like I didn't like I love I I really do love going to musicals. We've talked about this before, and I just love the idea of falling in love with the song like while watching the musical and like I love the magic like that it brings. And like the only musical sadly I was able to see this year before you know Broadway went on hold because of COVID was. Jacket Little Pill, but, like, I truly had never, like, got into Atlantis Morissette music, and, like, I truly became obsessed because of that musical and, like, what it meant to me and seeing it, whatever. So I kind of wanted the same thing to happen with Hamilton, similarly to Dear Evan Hansen. I haven't listened to that soundtrack either because I wanted to see it, whatever. So that's my thing. Um, So I had it, and, like, obviously I knew that, like, it's going to be forever since I see Hamilton. Tickets are still so expensive, and, like, obviously I'll never be able to see it with the original cast, so, like, Mm -hmm. this was my only moment. So I was, like, so freaking excited excited to see it and I mean first of all it's it's incredible as everyone says it's so good um every actor is an actress as like truly sensational Lynn Lynn I you are a genius a genius among us but really drink some water in between in between <laughs> your songs Lynn I mean truly this man with his raspy voice. And then sometimes he would drink some water off stage, you could tell. Yeah, but he needed but more. But the whole, I mean, fully the whole three hours, I was like, Jesus, Lynn. But his genius, water, like, distracts baby. from it. Yeah, oh, no, truly. I mean, it's just, it is so, so smart, so clever, the way it's structured. I cry, I The way, I mean, yeah, we, we cried. I it sobbed. Was, it's beautiful. And it's like... It's just such a, it's such an experience, and it's like my, my mom watched it with us, and and she was always worried like she wouldn't be able to follow it because it's like so fast paced and everything, but she loved it. And I'm such um, a, I'm, I'm like a super history buff, like I love history. Inter- not like whatever American history, like they lie to us, but you know what I mean. Like I just like I really love like when I hear about something, I like am such a person, which I feel like I've talked to a lot of people who are similar. They just like it, intensely research, um, so. That was kind of what I did, but I just have to call it one one thing about this play. Oh yes, I have discovered the love of my life, a new yeah. love of my life. Um, everyone knows I have I have some men that I've called out on this podcast. Um, John Boyega, John Boyega, Michael B. Jordan, Kendrick Sampson, Kendrick Sampson, Chris, <laughs> <laughs> David Diggs. I can't even believe. I know he has a girlfriend who was also in Hamilton. They're very happy. But, like, David, if you and this girlfriend, not that I want to tap in and ever break up, I'm here. I love you. I think he's so smart, intelligent, talented. But also, like, in every video I've seen of him in the last, like, three days, he's been wearing, like, respect res- black women, yeah. like, respect her, like, all black lives. Like, literally, I'm, like, you know, I basically, like, if someone asked me, like, what my type is, it's, like, 
socially and politically active. Like, yes. on the left. <laughs> like, also, literally. Also has major big dick energy. <laughs> yeah. I just, like, and I think he's goofy, and I, like, love that, and, like, I just can't even believe that I have now discovered my extreme love for Debbie Diggs, but, like, all in all, Hamilton's incredible. I can't wait to sit in my room, like, by myself and listen to it from start to finish. Like, wait for it. Incredible uh, song. Leslie Odom I... Jr. is just Oh, my God. Spectacular. Also, also hot. I mean, also hot, yes. And, like, has a beautiful wife and daughter who he loves so much. It's very obvious from social media. Um, and just, like, talented. Philippa Sue, so talented. Renee yeah, Lee she's Coulter, the heart of the show, amazing. as you said. Amazing, yeah. I mean, it's just so, so We watch good. them, like, then after it because we are humans obsessed yeah we like watch them accepting their tonys oh, and like it's just so it's just oh, so sweet my god truly and i mean that was such an emotional tony awards too and it was just like it was really really nice it was just you know something positive and obviously you know for lynn's this, mind lynn's mind in the heights can't wait oh my gosh next summer it got pushed back so sad but it's starring anthony ramos who played also um, john lawrence slash philip hamilton in hamilton oh, jesus i tried it that too um yeah, so, I mean, I obviously we don't have to tell you to go watch Hamilton. I'm sure yeah, you're, everybody stream. has or is going to stream it, but uh, but Loved. it's absolutely, Loved. like, just delightful. Agreed. And just, like, just obviously, like, socially conscious as well in a Agreed. lot of ways. I know, that, I know there's some backlash to Hamilton, and I understand it, and I, I, like, respect it, and I respect that people, like, have take issue with it, but I also think is if you acknowledge that, which uh, so some of the issue with it, not to, like, get dark, is that, you know, yeah. the great thing about Hamilton is that Lin-Manuel Miranda um, did colorblind casting, basically, for these roles of, like, the founding fathers who were all, obviously, white men. So we have David Diggs and Anthony Ramos, who I think is Puerto Rican, like, and David Diggs is a black man, obviously, and he's playing, you know, Thomas, Thomas Jefferson, but I think a lot of people take issue with the fact that, you know, Thomas Jefferson was a person who owned slaves and then is being portrayed by a black man, which kind of maybe sympathizes the role a little bit more, whereas, like, we don't really want to give them, cut them slack because they did own slaves. Like, But I think it's all about acknowledging that and understanding that and going into that, knowing that and realizing it so you're just aware. And I think that Agreed. that's what it's about. And I think you can still enjoy, like, a fucking brilliant musical while like taking those taking that into account and understanding that as well and also it's like we like look at the people who are like playing these characters and who are like embodying like these people like those people they're playing like obviously a lot of them are complete not like obviously they're trash and like we're trash and like um but like i think lynn had the purest of intentions and Absolutely, truly just like yeah. made a musical and like uh, yeah, I don't know. I just loved him. I loved Hamilton. And yeah. like, and then we were watching them perform for the yeah. Obamas at the White House. It was truly like just an event, a Hamilton event the other night. But, but I think, uh, I th I'm sure everybody is going to be like rediscovering all that stuff too. It, it is really just like a phenomenon, a cultural phenomenon. And, and it, I'm yeah. so glad that we were able to like watch it together and okay. like, and like enjoy it together. It flew by. It's like two, almost three hours. It flew by. Great. But, but yeah. Go watch Hamilton. Not Go that watch we have Ham to tell you. <laughs> I know. Okay. I mean, what an it's episode. Nice to end on a high note. I know. We've today. been ending on some not even like dark shit, but just like yeah. people being problematic. But agreed. It was like very nice to end on Hamilton. Yeah. Not sparing you of problematic people, yeah. but it's all in a day's work. You have yeah. to take the good with the bad. Absolutely. 
But that's what we have for you guys yeah, today. That's all she wrote, as we like to say. That is, I don't even know where we got that. I mean, truly, we just started saying it. I love I think it. we've said it in like three episodes. <laughs> we, we are nothing but consistent. Nothing if not consistent. Always consistent. But anyway, um, oh, thank you guys go. so much for listening. Yes. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. We love a cheeky review, as we've always said. Yes. So please, um, if you have time, just like write a few sentences about how much you love us. Um, <laughs> and follow the pod on Instagram Also, if you guys have anything you like want us to talk about or like I feel like it'd be very fun if you guys like l- see things and like send them to us yes like, we do have some people who do that yeah and mostly like our friends but mostly so our friends we do love that Casey was a submission so from much. a friend yes that also we cared about but yeah. um yeah we love you guys thanks for listening and as always love you Meg love you G